This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate so much you listening. Today is Tuesday, which means I'm going to touch on the headlines. And boy, there's a lot going on. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Hi, I'm Heidi St. John. You probably know my name because I've been working hard for the people of Washington State for the past 17 years. Now I'm running for Congress in Washington's 3rd Congressional District, and I need your help. I'm running against several big-money Republican opponents in the primary, and I am determined to prove that a grassroots campaign financed by working men and women can still compete with super PACs and mega donors. To make a difference, please visit HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. So thank you for listening today and for every day that you guys tune into this podcast. It really is an honor to just spend a little bit of time with you and to be in your living rooms and in your homes. And uh, just the fact that you listen is a huge blessing. Several of you have been asking if there is any way that you can support the work that I am doing here at the podcast and that the work that we are doing at Firmly Planted Family. And uh, I'm going to link back to some ways that you can give to support this ministry. This is almost exclusively supported by listeners. And uh, if this podcast is a blessing to you, we would love it if you would support us financially. Uh, You'll notice there's not a lot of ads on here. And then that is by design. We really want to be able just to get a message out to you five days a week. And that's what we've been doing for a very long time. So much happening in the headlines right now. Uh, you guys probably saw me last Thursday after uh, Joe Biden issued his unconstitutional, uh, re- actually, it was a, a scourge on the Constitution, this vaccine mandate that uh, the Biden administration is trying to force onto the American people. And the question is whether or not the federal government can compel citizens to get vaccinated. Ultimately, this is going to be decided in federal court, but there are lots of ways to challenge the mandate and uh, we're going to see more and more of that. So hang in there, you guys. I know a lot of you are discouraged and frustrated right now uh, and uh, and we all, you have every right to be because this is a terrifying time that we find ourselves living in. But the fact of the matter is there are lots of people who are um, coming together and they are filing lawsuits now and we're seeing this happen over and over again. Tomorrow, I'm going to have a guest on the show with me today, and he is going to help me um, explain to you uh, a lawsuit that was filed here in Superior Court out of Walla Walla County against Governor Jay Inslee for basically uh, abusing his authority that was given to him under the emergency powers uh Uh, legislation that was passed by the Washington State Legislature just a few years ago. And I talked to a a lawmaker. I'm hoping to have a couple of other lawmakers on the show. We might actually do this over at America's Town Hall now that I'm thinking about it. We might uh, play this at America's Town Hall, but I think it's very, very important for you guys to know that there are people 
who are fighting this with everything that they have in them, because it's absolutely, it's criminal what is happening in Washington state. It's criminal what's happening around the nation. And I want to remind you guys, we are talking about a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. We're not talking about the bubonic plague. We're not talking about a smallpox, uh, you know, uh, epidemic that's happening. And Governor Jay Inslee's August 9th mandate Uh, You guys will remember this now, so it's been a little bit more than a month. He is now requiring all state workers to be vaccinated against the Rona by October 18th, or they lose their jobs, basically. This is what what, uh, the governor has said. This has exceeded the authority of his office under the Washington State Constitution and, according to the lawsuit, independently violates the rights guaranteed to state workers by the Washington Constitution and applicable statutes. Quote, the provisions of this Constitution are mandatory unless by express words they are declared to be otherwise. So the lawsuit goes on to say the intent and result of the governor's mandate violates the principle of RCW 38.52.120 by resulting in certain protected political and religious classes being purged from civil service. This is the best wording that I have seen to date about what's happening to to employees. And the way that I have been describing this, and watch what's happening, you guys, because this is exactly what's happening. The Biden administration, Governor Inslee and these other, Governor Newsom, oh my goodness, you guys be praying for California right now. Uh, A, that they would recall Newsom. I mean, that absolutely needs to happen. And B, that uh, Larry Elder would get to be the governor of the state of California. Boy, would that be the shot heard around the world. Uh, That needs to happen. And so stop what you're doing today and pray for California. It's never been more important than it is right now. But I started talking about this a long time ago when we realized, oh my goodness, These corrupt people are using fear to manipulate people into bowing to tyrannical dictates for a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. And what they're doing, the lawsuit states exactly right, they are purging, uh, they are purging from civil service people from certain political and religious classes. That's exactly what they're doing. They're purging people of conviction, people who have, uh, who have said no, for whatever reason, I'm not going to be forced and coerced into taking an experimental injection. Now the question, you know, to me is not so much a question of whether or not the vaccine which the CDC, by the way, has just changed the definition of vaccine. Watch what these people are doing. It's, it's criminal. But the question to me is not so much a question of whether or not the vaccine is good or whether or not it's not. The question is, can they force uh, ordinary citizens to take it? Now, I heard a friend of mine the other day say to, you know, in a, in a public in a public arena that forced vaccinations are nothing new, that his father was drafted into the war, into the Vietnam War uh, in the 60s. And he was drafted, meaning he didn't sign up for that thing. But as soon as he got into the army, what'd they do? They sat him down in a chair, they shaved his head, and they pumped his arm full of a whole bunch of different inoculations. I would submit that this is not that. This is gross overreach. And it absolutely is a, um, a violation of our constitutional protection. And uh, the lawsuit goes on to say, quote, no organization for emergency management established under the authority of this chapter shall participate in any form of political activity 
nor shall it be employed directly or indirectly for political purposes. And the governor cannot suspend laws if, quote, the waiver or suspension would conflict with the rights under the First Amendment of freedom of speech or the freedom of the people to peaceably assemble. The Washington State Constitution, Article 1, Section 2, guarantees, quote, absolute freedom of conscience in all matters of religious sentiment, belief, and worship shall be guaranteed to every individual, and no one shall be molested or disturbed in person or property on account of religion. No religious qualification shall be required for any public office or employment. So the plaintiffs now, they filed, filed a class action lawsuit against Governor Jay Inslee. He has it coming. And we need to be praying for these people. So these are uh, the plaintiff, William Cleary, a firefighter and a Catholic residing in uh, King County. So for those of you who are not familiar with this area, King County basically being the Seattle area, and his wife, uh, a healthcare worker who has previously informally declined the flu shot, uh, Mrs. Cleary is also pregnant but will not be given an exemption from the governor's mandate even for the two months remaining for her pregnancy. This is criminal. And we're going to see over and over again uh, people coming forward and joining lawsuits like this one. And I guess I say these things to you because I want you to know Help is on the way. I know a lot of you are frustrated, but I am reading right now. What are we at? 37. Let me get down to the bottom of this thing. The plaintiffs in this thing. I mean, this is a class action lawsuit. Lots and lots of people put their name uh, names to this lawsuit and putting themselves out there. It takes courage right now to stand up against this. Uh, I heard a story on Friday night of a person in Washington state who owns a an adult foster care home and state officials came to her door uh, a week ago and told her that she was going to have her adult foster care home shut down immediately unless she agreed to consent to uh, getting this shot. And they basically coerced her and terrified her, sat her down in her kitchen uh, at her kitchen table and gave her this inoculation right on the spot. You guys, this is America. And I want to address for just a moment those of you who write into me and say, Heidi, you don't know what you're talking about. This is not persecution. What a foolish, short-sighted thing to think that the government can come in and dictate to you what that you must take this inoculation. This is not you guys being drafted in the military. This is a mom standing at her kitchen sink trying to wash dishes. These are children playing in your backyard. This is your husband who is uh, working, you know, go, just trying to go to work at his job as an as an architect or as an engineer or as a pastor. Uh, this is not shipping people off to war where they're going to be exposed to possibly anthrax and who knows what else. We are talking about a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. And as my husband so rightly and wisely pointed out to me the other day, there are many people who have gotten COVID and never reported that they had COVID. And so the survival rate is likely even higher than that. These are just the numbers that we know of people who have said, yes, I have the Rona. They tested positive for it, whatever, and they recovered. And so what you are seeing happen in the United States right now is nothing short of tyranny. This should never happen. I don't care if you agree with the, the vaccination or if you don't, this should not be allowed to stand in the United States of America. And I think we're going to see more and more class action lawsuits. Uh, another possible challenge could come in the way 
that the emergency rule is worded, the law says that OSHA must determine that there is grave danger to employees so that the actions proposed by OSHA must be necessary. You guys really want to tell me that a virus with a 99.9% survival rate poses a grave danger to employees? I don't think so. I don't think so. And so there are a lot of things happening right now. We need to be in prayer. I cannot stress this enough. Uh, We continue to see lies coming out of Father Fauci, who is, of course, the head priest of the Branch Covidians and America's so-called leading expert on all things COVID, except as accorded to PJ Media when he gets it wrong. He was stumped last week by CNN's Dr. Sanjay Gupta in regards to natural COVID immunity. He's, uh, I get calls all the time and people say, I've already had COVID and I'm protected. And now the study says maybe even more protected than the vaccine alone would give you. So should they also get the vaccine? How do you make the case to them? Gupta asked Dr. Fauci during a recent appearance on CNN. Here was his response. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. Oh, okay. So CNN stumps Father Fauci the uh, the head the uh, the high priest of the branch Covidians, and maybe now CNN is waking up. Probably not, because they're not very honest people over there. But the fact of the matter is, they're not addressing this. Governor Inslee's not addressing it when he says, "Hey, I'm going to force you guys to get a vaccine or or lose your job." We are going to see such hell break loose when people walk off the job. And there are people. There are things you guys that are worth going to jail for. There are things that are worth losing our jobs for. And this is one of those things. But I tell you, this is a sad moment for America and for the world. By the way, Dr. Gupta was referring to a report that came out of Israel suggesting that people who have recovered from COVID have a stronger immunity against the Delta variant than people who have taken the vaccinations. Quote, the study demonstrated that natural immunity confers longer-lasting and stronger protection against infection, symptomatic disease, and hospitalization caused by the Delta variant of of SARS-CoV-2 compared to the two-dose vaccine-induced immunity. Individuals who were both previously infected with SARS-CoV-2 and given a single dose of the vaccine gained additional protection against the Delta variant. So how is it that the leader of the Branch Covidians And the head honcho on all things related to COVID doesn't have a clue about such a simple but crucial question. And it leads us to wonder what else he doesn't know. Well, I can tell you, I think, uh, I think there's a lot. I hope, you know, I, I have said this so many times, according to the WHO, the, the World Health Organization, the following countries all had more COVID cases and deaths in August of 2021 than in August of 20. The United States, and this, and, and full vaccination rate is in parentheses, all right? So the United States, the vaccination rate, 52.8%. Israel, 64.1%. The UK, 64.1%. Germany, 61.3%. Canada, 68%. Something's not right. Israel is one of the most vaccinated countries on the planet and right now has the highest COVID infection rate in the world. So maybe Father Fauci doesn't know this yet. 
or maybe he's just taken his uh, instructions from the Biden administration. But I'm I'm here to encourage you guys to hold the line. Hold the line on this. This is not about whether or not the vaccination even works. This is about whether or not the government has the authority to violate your conscience and your personal liberty or threaten you with your job if you don't comply. It, it's a shameful moment for the United States. And I and I told a bunch of women at a, a conference I was speaking at this weekend, now is the time to hold the line. Now is the time. If we don't hold the line now, we are not going to recognize this country uh, in just I, even months from now. Things are moving so quickly. Uh, the White House says that, that uh, Biden's vaccine mandates are for you, by the way, but they're not for the hundreds of thousands of illegals that are pouring over our border. So did you know this, that Biden uh, is requiring that you guys do this, but all of these illegals that are coming over our borders, they're not, they're not being required to be vaccinated. Is this a, some sort of a joke? You have to wonder. And if you've never watched Peter Ducey and uh, Duke It Out with the press secretary, Jen Psaki, you're missing out uh, because it's my, favorite, it's my favorite thing to watch. I love watching that guy. He asked the other day, why is it that you're trying to require anybody with a job or anybody who goes to school to get the COVID-19 shot, but you're not requiring this of migrants to continue walking across the southern border into the country? It's a good question, right? Listen to how, listen to how she answered, Jen Psaki answered. She said, well, look, our objective is to get as many people vaccinated across the country as humanly possible. And so the president's announcement yesterday was an effort to empower businesses to give businesses the tools to protect their workforces. And that's exactly what they what we did. But certainly we want everybody to get vaccinated. The more that are vaccinated, whether they're migrants or workers, protects more people in the United States. So basically, she didn't ask the question. She didn't answer the question. She just says, yep, that's right. That's right. That's what's going on. You guys, something wicked this way comes. And uh, we need to be, this is Orwellian uh, at, its, at its root. And uh, I'm, I'm going to encourage you, uh, you know, right now because they're trying to divide us. And we know that a house divided against itself cannot stand. And in the era of COVID, our country is changing. We're seeing gross abuses, abuses of power in the name of public health. Uh, we're watching people live in absolute abject fear over a virus with a 99.9% recovery rate. I'm going to keep saying this. Most healthy people, you guys, 99.9% survival rate. I just think that needs to be the headline every single day. 99.9, 99.9. And uh, this, is what, this is what we need to be talking about. So keep it in front of you. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. Power, love, and a sound mind. I'm also going to link back to an article I thought interesting uh, that I read saying that they think that uh, Joe Biden's vaccine mandate is just a red herring, just a distraction, uh, you know, an opportunity for them to get you looking over here while something else is going on. And uh, I read, well, this opinion, I thought it was really interesting that the Biden administration must know, of course they do, that the vaccine mandate is illegal. Just eight months ago, Biden dismissed the idea that he would ever impose a vaccine mandate, saying, quote, I know, he said, no, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power, just like I don't think masks have to be mandatory nationwide. I will do everything in my power as president to encourage people to do the right thing. 
And when they do it, demonstrate that it matters. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said earlier in the summer that vaccine mandates are not the role of the federal federal government, saying, well, I think the question here, one that's not the role of the federal government, she said on July 23rd, that is the role that institutions, private sector entities, and others may take that is appropriate. And now we see the federal government jumping into this despite the fact, the basic fact, that the federal government has no authority to mandate vaccination. Any attempt to do so is unconstitutional. And Biden has had advisors who have obviously warned him about this and they're uh, they're just, they're playing games. And so you got to wonder if this is if they're trying to divert attention from his botched Afghanistan withdrawal, which, by the way, have sent his approval ratings absolutely down the toilet. They're in the 30s now. Uh, his polling averages are underwater at both Real Clear Politics and 538. His allies in the liberal media are criticizing him for his incompetence and attempt to pin the blame on everybody but himself. And so now what do we do? Hey, everybody, uh, National uh, national vaccine mandate. And this is what's going on right now. Again, this is a shameful moment for our country and, uh, and, and for the world right now. But we've got so many issues in this country right now. We are, uh, it, we need to start talking even more about what's going on in politics. I know that politics are a messy and volatile subject. Um, and I know that a lot of you guys don't like talking about it, but the fact of the matter is, that Christians ceded this territory to the ungodly generations ago. And whenever God's people move out of a particular line of a sphere of influence, evil will always fill the vacuum. Now, that's not me saying that just because someone is a Christian means that they're, they don't have bad intent or they're not stupid or they don't make mistakes or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that when, when truly godly people train their children, oh, we don't talk about that. We don't do politics. We don't talk about any of that stuff. Uh, evil will always fill the vacuum. And now we've, we're behind. We're definitely behind the eight ball. And God has a lot to say about our role in the world. We are to be salt and light. He didn't say he'd be salt and light in every sphere of influence except for politics. He said we are called to be salt and light. And uh, we need to be salt and light in the area, in the arena of politics now more than ever. I appreciate you guys listening today. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to come back with, um, I'm going to have a special guest on the show, one of the plaintiffs in the lawsuit against Governor Jay Inslee. And he's going to tell you a little bit about his story and why he decided to go out and step out off of the sidelines and onto the front lines, off the bench and onto the battlefield. It's more important now than it's ever been. Continue to pray, you guys. Hold the line. Hold the line. Help is on the way. Thanks for listening today, everybody. I really appreciate you leaving reviews for the show over at iTunes uh, and for my books over at Amazon or anywhere that books are sold. We appreciate your financial support and also your support of my run for Congress. And you can find out more about that in the show notes today. Have a great day and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.